Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey everyone, I'm Colleen, and it's such an honor to get to share with you today as we continue our Christmas devotionals. I love this word this morning. It is richly packed and so full of the goodness of God and what is promised to us. So let's read it together, but real quick, I wanna give you a little bit of context. This is the moment that the angel Gabriel is coming to Mary to tell her what is about to happen, what's been prophesied for generations past, and what is about to take place within her. And so we're gonna read it together. There's so much to see here, so much to unpack. So let's go ahead and pick up in Luke 1, 29 through 33. Just before this, Gabriel comes to her and says, greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. And let's see how Mary responds. It says, confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Oh, there is so much here, so let's unpack it together. First, it, it's definitely a reason for Mary to be confused and disturbed. And that those words, confused and disturbed, they are overwhelmingly afraid. It's not just like a little bit confused. It is with your whole body just terrified and afraid. And so why? Why would she feel that way? You see, Mary is a young woman. She's only like 13 or 14, and you heard what the angel's about to tell her. I mean, this is a lot to unpack. She's engaged to be married to Joseph, which in her day was considered legally married once you're engaged. And she has a lot to lose with what's about to be spoken to her, her future husband, her reputation, even her life because of what God's asking her to do. You know, I think this is such an, a remarkable moment that Mary tried to think about what the angel could mean. You know, human thoughts can't comprehend the mind of God, but she's deliberating, she's reasoning, she's debating, like, what could this kind of greeting be? And the angel responds, don't be afraid, for you found favor with God. This isn't a don't worry, be happy, or it's all going to work out okay, but the angel's saying, don't fear, simply follow you know, that favor is not that this, it's going to be prosperous and everything's going to be awesome and amazing, but that, that word favor with God literally means a leaning towards to share the benefit freely, to extend yourself for others, to give yourself your way, give away yourself to others. She has found favor with God. She is leaning in towards being used by God. What an amazing thought that that's what we are called to do that God's gonna ask us to do things and sometimes it might be overwhelmed to us. It might be a sense of being overwhelmed, you know, but why? Because God asks us to do things that are bigger than ourselves. I think it's interesting to juxtapose this with when Zechariah was met by the same angel. You see, Zechariah, he wanted confidence. How will I know that this is gonna happen? Mary didn't need confidence. She wanted comprehension. She wanted to understand what could this mean? What could this mean for my future? What could this mean for generations to come? This prophecy that we had known about, we've heard about, is now coming alive in me. You know, God has purposes and plans for your life that may seem overwhelming. 
And instead of knowing, you know, how can I be sure that it's going to happen, maybe we respond like Mary instead of Zechariah. Some of us want to know, how do I know? How do I know that your promise is going to come true? But Mary didn't question the promise of God. She just wanted to understand his path. And sometimes we, we meet with the same thing. God, how, how is this going to be? How are you going to make this happen through me? And not that I need to be confident of it, of it happening, but the process, laying that in the hands of God, trusting him even when we're confused, disturbed, or afraid, that we can know that God will have his way because we've found favor with him. And then the angel Gabriel continues and tells her what is about to happen. She's going to give birth to a son and name him Jesus. He's going to be great and called the son of the most high. She is about to give birth to a man who will be the servant who will be God and will become our forever king. What an amazing promise. I love that, that she might be imperfect, but she is available to accomplish his purposes. You know, God's plan will always be accomplished by his presence, that he will not go. You will not go without him. You will not do what he's called you to do alone, that he is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you in his purposes. So it says this, that he is going to sit on the throne of his ancestor David and reign over Israel forever, forever. His kingdom will never end. This is the promise that the people have been waiting on. This is our promise that God, that Jesus came to the earth and that his kingdom is eternal. It is forever. That is without bound of space and time. Mary was so obedient to this, this promise that she had known had been prophesied. You know, it said he will be great in Micah 5. These promises that he will be the son of the most high in 2 Samuel, in Isaiah, in Daniel, in Zechariah. These are all promises that she had seen through the prophetic word in the Old Testament. He'll be given the throne of David is in 2 Samuel and his kingdom will be forever. Her mission was to accomplish Jesus's purpose here on earth, that it wasn't her, it was never really about her. It's about her making herself available to be used by God, making room for Jesus to accomplish, accomplish his mission through her. I think about those questions for us today. You know, maybe we say yes to Jesus and we're not sure what we're getting into. We're not sure what he's going to do in and through us. I think about the first times I've said yes when I said yes to marrying my husband. You know, I didn't know what marriage would hold. I didn't know all the ups and downs, all the moments, but I said yes before I'd ever done it because I knew that God's purposes would prevail through us together, that he was gonna accomplish his mission through us, that it's not about us, it's about what he can do through us together. You know, I think about when I said yes to parenthood, when I, I said yes to my daughters. You know, I, I never had been a parent before. And you always get those like, well, what are your questions? I'm like, I've never done this before. But we say yes to that, knowing all the ups and downs, knowing the hardships, knowing the struggles, knowing their joys, knowing their losses. And yet we say yes to that because God's purposes will be accomplished through us. I think about maybe you're saying yes to a job. Maybe in this new year, you're building a house. Maybe you're heading off to college and you're saying yes to what is ahead, not knowing all the intricacies, not comprehending how he's gonna do it or what it's gonna look like. But when you say yes to God, he promises you that his purposes will prevail. His plans will be established and you will never be forsaken. You will never go alone. He will always be with you. Just like Mary, God has purposes for our lives. So we make ourselves available. We say yes. We stay surrendered to him. 
What a great promise that God's plans will be established in your yeses. That as you say yes to Jesus, there will be hard days, there will be great days. You know, I think about Mary birthing the Son of God, that she is saying yes to a promise, to a prophecy, and his purposes prevailed in her life because she made room for Christ. This Christmas season, let's make room for Jesus' purposes to prevail in our lives. Let us make room for his presence. Over all the other presents, over all the other things, let us say yes to Jesus and allow his presence and his promise to prevail in our lives. Amen. It's going to be a great day, and I hope that you have a, a very Merry Christmas season. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this word that you brought forth, what you gave to Mary, the promise, the prophecy, that it was fulfilled in her life, and let it be fulfilled in ours, that we make room for you to have your way, to do whatever it is that you want to do. We know later on that she says, yes, your will be done. God, I pray that in our lives too that here we are, we are your servants, let it be so. And God, we thank you so much that you chose, that you called us, and that your purposes will prevail in our lives. Help us to lean into you, to be used, to be favored with God, that we lean in and extend ourselves to be used by you so that your mission on earth will be accomplished. God, we love you and we thank you. Thank you for all that you've done and all that you're gonna continue to do in this coming year to accomplish your purposes in us and through us. We're so honored to be a part. We're so honored and so grateful that you've chosen us. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for what you've done in our lives and what you're gonna to continue to do. We trust you and we give you all the glory. Let your presence be exalted in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.